Questions? We, we didn't get to yesterday, but how did you feel the scrimmage went on Saturday? I was pleased with it. You know, as a as a head coach, you like to see it go back and forth, and that's that's what it did. You know, you hope that it doesn't just go one way the entire time. I thought the offense started out really good. Um, they they had a nice opening drive, went right down the, the field there and scored. Uh, I thought, you know, Montel started that drive. He opened up and, and managed the game really, really well and took us right down the field and scored. So that was – that was a great deal. We've been emphasizing a fast start, and they got off to a fast start. And they continued, really, to do well through the situational play all the way through the first half of the practice. The offense actually really kind of took over that scrimmage early. And, you know, we took we took a little break there in the middle, and we came back and challenged the defense. And, you know, they, they stepped up and shut them down in the second half. So that's what you like to see. You like to see some balance there. Uh, but we're a long ways away. But we'll get there. Can you talk? Just about how you guys evaluated that. I mean, what, what, what did you as a coaching staff do with what you got from, on film from Saturday, and how's the process go there? Well, the the big thing I think for us was understanding situational football. We've been installing and getting schemes installed and all the things that go along with that. Now we got to learn how to play within the situations that are given to us. And Saturday was about that. We've been doing pieces of that as we got in, we approached that scrimmage, but that's how the game's played. You have to play situational football. You have to be a smart team to win, the, win this game. And uh, we gave them lots of different situations. You know, we were backed up. We had, we had some coming out where the offense had to get two first downs just to get the ball out far enough to punt it in a late in the game situation not to be backed up in your own end zone. They were able to get it out both times. Um, conversely, that's not what we want defensively. They, they weren't able to keep them in there. Uh, so there was some good, good teaching there. Uh, you know, we had an overtime period where we, we talked about how we're going to handle that procedurally when the clock strikes zero in quarter number four, how we're going to focus on quarter number five. And then quarter number six and number seven, we'll play as many quarters as we need to get the game won. So we kind of look at it as each one of those overtimes is like an extra quarter. So we got to prepare to play five-plus quarters in a game. Um, but we have to understand how to handle that. So we're not just walking around like zombies after that clock hits double zero. So there's a lot of organization that comes into right there at that point. How are we going to handle it? What information is going to be passed on to you there? What are the rules? We're going to review that again. We're going to talk about the key things that we can't have happen or the things that we got to prevent from happening in that situation and make sure that everybody's ready to go mentally when we go into it. So that was a great situation. Obviously, going in, another goal line set really measures toughness and can we get a yard when we need a yard, even when they got us outnumbered? And can we stop them when we got them outnumbered? You know, who's, who's tough enough to stop them there? Um, you know, we had two minutes in there. Uh, which is a – man, that is a minding grind deal right there. So we've done a lot of that, and it was good to see it kind of take place in a scrimmage-type setting because, once again, it, it, you've got to be able to do it on, on, on Saturdays on the big field. So that was good. I thought the defense really did well. That was in the second half. They stood up, got some stops. We moved down the field a couple times. They, they were faced with – Giving up a third and long one time, and the offense, you know, they they didn't get in after that. They didn't get themselves in a position to win the game. We learned a lot in that period about inside one minute and when the clock stops, when it doesn't, what penalties are causing it to start again, uh, all the things that go along with that. So we did a lot of teaching on Saturday. Um, I mean, that's just a few of the situations that we went through. But we we really did not put the ball down and just play it one time, not even once. The first series was – First drive of the game, how, how do we handle it? Who's going to stop them, and can we score? So very challenging. Everything had an ob objective. And then when you watch it on Sunday, I assume you did, 
what's that process like? I mean, that uh, obviously probably took 12 hours or whatever for you guys to go through all that. Stuff. Yeah, well, you know, we as a staff, obviously, we came right in and watched it after that. Okay. So we got it all broke down and got all of the all of the, the notes made and. We come back in Sunday and we were able to sit with our team for a long period of time and just talk through what happened and how we handle that. So when we go into it the next time, we're, we don't make the same mistakes, that we're, we learn from one another. Uh, so that, that, that day is valuable. It was so valuable. And we challenged them when we came in here because they were tired now. They were worn out. And even though Sunday's technically a day off, that's one of the most important days of the week for us in camp. And they came in and they did a really nice job. Wayne Simeon came in and spoke. He did a phenomenal job of grabbing their attention, and we were able to just kind of build from there. So I was pleased with Sunday. I thought we got a lot done from a teaching standpoint. Dave, how close are you guys to having a starting quarterback decided? You know, we're not, we're not there yet. Um, we're just not. I don't, I don't see the separation that, uh, that I need to see yet. I mean, it's. It's, uh, it's kind of starting to narrow itself. Just when you think it's going to narrow itself, there's something that pops up that you're like, you know, I need some more time. And we'll know when it's right. It's kind of like recruiting. You know, those recruits, they know when it's right. They know when it's right. And right now we just we want to make sure that we've given every one of those guys a good opportunity to show us who they really are. And once again, I think Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, will be the two-week mark at camp, if I'm not mistaken. It feels like it's a lot longer because we've had two weekends, but we really haven't. So we're not in a hurry. And from a coaching staff, we have to, we have to remind ourselves, hey, listen, <laughs> this weekend was only a week and a half is all it was. It wasn't – we're not that close to the game yet. We're still 15, 16 days from that, that game. I don't even know how far we are away, to be honest with you. I just know what we're doing today and what we're doing tomorrow. So we're kind of trying to focus on what we have right now. It, it looked yesterday like uh, – and maybe I just read into it. Looked like maybe some of your guys had a little more juice, a little more energy. Do you think that's a product of, of the scrimmage? Maybe guys kind of starting to feel where they stand on this depth chart that may or may not exist in their heads and, and, and kind of trying to say, okay, here we go with the second half of camp. I got to make my move now. Did you sense urgency like that too from a lot of the guys or was I just seeing that? Well, Matt, it's it's interesting to see it from uh, from someone else's perspective because we thought that the, the energy level was low yesterday and we, we, we struggled with that as a staff to – deal with that because we're putting it on them to bring the energy and the juice because you can't just win games with being energetic and juiceful. you got to be – you have to be executing at an unbelievably high level. You can't just be a cheerleader. you got to go out there. I mean, there's energy and enthusiasm as part of it. Passion, no doubt part of it. But it also has to be – it's got to lead its way into being accurately execution. That's the big thing. We value accurate execution as well. But – their energy level was a little down and was a little surprising after a little bit of a, a physical day off yesterday, the day before. So we were not happy with that at all. Uh, our coaches did a good job of dragging them through that workout. I hate to say it that way, but every now and then we got to drag them through the mud, and we had to do that. I didn't think our offense started very good in that fast start. Some of you guys saw that. I thought the defense, conversely, they did a great job. I think we got a grand total of two yards with two groups, and that was a second and five situation. There's two plays played. You either get the first or you don't. The defense is an unbelievable disadvantage. And for us not to convert that offensively was ridiculously disappointing. But conversely, defensively, I was fired up. They were ready to play. That's why fast start is what it is. It's to prove who's ready to go. Plus, I get to figure out who I'm going to yell at at the beginning of practice. Two more questions. <laughs> <laughs> you talked a lot about uh, getting your offensive linemen in the right shape to, to play.
play this offense. Um, how's that come along? And do you feel like they're they're in good shape and how the offseason was was beneficial? Man, I'm I'm proud of those guys. I'm proud of you know our strength staff. Uh, Zach Yenzer is phenomenal. That guy, what he's done with our guys has been second to none. He, uh, I don't worry about their win. Those guys are doing a pretty good job there. We just got to we got to get a lot better at finishing um, than what we have been. Understanding finish and particularly with some of those guys like Larry and you know Keon Hodden, boy, that dude's strong as all get out. But he's just got to learn to finish. But as far as them being in shape, man, I am I am pleased with those guys. Um, they are ahead of the rest of the position groups which is good. You don't really see that very often. Uh, those guys have done a good job. Same thing our defensive line. They've done a good job. Those guys are in pretty good shape. Uh, the other ones, you know, they're not quite where we need them to be yet. It, it may look like it, but they're not quite where they need to be yet. But, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It takes time. You mentioned this, I think it was maybe last week or something, about it's sort of a science of knowing what a guy's optimum weight is going to be, how much he needs to carry. Who, who kind of makes that decision, or how does that – how do you guys figure that out? That is a combination of – our strength staff and our, our coaching staff sitting together and talking, and we do it every Monday now. Every Monday we'll start with basically optimal weights, and we sit and talk about individual players. Like, for example, Keon Houghton, you know, he's a guy that we felt like if we could get five pounds off of him and still keep his strength, he would be optimal. We thought he was just a hair heavy. He's gotten that weight off. Our nutritionist has helped to shave it. And it's made a big difference for him. We still think he may be just a hair heavy. And he's just an example. There's some other ones like that. Larry is a lot more efficient now because he, he's he got his weight under control. Um, you know, I talked to a kid named Aaron Garza the other day, uh, a Texas lineman. He's a freshman here. And he came in around 315. He's down to about 305. And he and I talked the other day and Coach Enzer about trying to get him down around that 301 to 300 range. And he's down to 305. He's moving so much better already. I think somewhere around 298 to 301 will probably be optimal for him. And we won't know it till we get him there. Sometimes they get down that light and they lose a little strength. So we've got to be careful with, with how far we get them down. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those deals where it's not as easy as just saying, hey, this guy's 330 pounds. We need to get him down to 300. Well, he may be optimal but at 326 and not necessarily down at 305. It's where he's optimal. How does he move great and still keep his strength? Does that make sense? Where did you learn how to ID that? Kevin Sumlin is, I mean, for me, he's he's a huge mentor for me. Um, there was not a day that went by that he, he never, he was so good at how he handled us. He never yelled at us, never screamed at us. It was always, you know, like, oh, I see Mike's weight's up again, you know. And uh, no wonder he's bending over out there. No wonder he's grabbing his hamstrings like things are hurting, you know. But he would do it that way. It was just a really, a really interesting way to keep that optimal weight in mind. And Mike Evans is a great example. When Mike was 226 and below, man, he was phenomenal. He gets to 227, all practice he's bending over, grabbing his toes, his hamstrings are hurting, he can't make it through. Just one pound made that much of a difference. And it – you know, we, we have to take a while to identify that with some young guys, but it didn't take us long with Mike. We found it, and and, and it helped. That's Kevin. Kevin's something big time on that. How, how often do you weigh them? I mean, we weigh them every day. every day. They get weighed in and out. Every morning they have to – when they get here, we weigh them. When they go to workout, they weigh in. When they get out of workout, they weigh out. And then they weigh out after dinner. So if they're done eating after dinner 
and we look up and they're still haven't gained the weight back that they lost or they don't haven't gained enough weight back, we'll send them back in, fill their plate back up and feed them some more. So just everything we can do to be preventative in nature, make sure they're not skipping out on meals. Our whole thing is set up on nutrition. So nutrition, rest, proper the proper blend of work, nutrition, and rest, like we said earlier. So we got to do that to maintain those weights through camp. Thank you. We good? Thank you. All right, fellas.